Hello everyone! The clip you're about to hear is from one of our exclusive Patreon episodes on a recent horror release, and just like all of our other episodes, it might include major spoilers for said horror release, so don't listen to it if you haven't already seen it. You've officially been warned. And if you'd like to hear the full episode, just head on over to patreon.com slash horrorqueers and subscribe today. Without further ado, here is your exclusive Patreon clip. So I actually, um, I have no relationship with Tig Notaro. Um, not to say I don't like her, I just, I, I don't, I know she does stand up and that is it. That's all mm-hmm. I know about her. But she's not generally an actress. Mm-hmm. And she's definitely not an action movie actress. So this was very outside of her comfort zone. I mean, this was a role that was designed for a comedian, because of course, let's address the yeah, elephant yeah. in the room. This is a role that was replaced. So this was a role that was originated by Chris Delia. He is a comedian who has been accused by many women of sexual assault, uh, some of them underage. So when Snyder got news of all that, he digitally edited Delia out and put Tig Notaro in. And some people are saying, oh, it's really obvious and you can tell. See, I think it's obvious if you know and you're looking for it. Because I did know that going in, so I was like, okay, like paying mm-hmm. attention to editing. There's, there's a reason why Tig Notaro is in constant shot reverse shots and never in right. the same, she's rarely in the same shot as everyone else. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and when she is, I mean, yeah, I guess you can kind of tell, but I wasn't pulled out of the movie by this. No, um, Tig's performance is strong enough and Snyder's technical prowess is actually good enough that he can fudge it in a lot of cases. I do think you're right. If you're looking for it, you can really start to pinpoint different things. But it should be noted that some of the time people say, oh, well, you can tell because it's really hazy around Tig Notaro in her Mm -hmm. scenes. And I'll just quickly highlight a technical element. So this film was shot with something called the Canon Dream Lens. It's from the red cameras that like James Cameron was using back in the day. They were developed in Japan in the 70s. So it's kind of like an archaic tech that Zack Snyder has brought into the modern world. But it creates that kind of hazy, shallow depth of field that gives everything a bit of a a filtered Instagram-y look around the edges. So part of what you're seeing around Tignataro is, yes, that they had to, you know, digitally insert her, but the whole film in general also has a kind of hazy, dream-like aesthetic to it. If anything, I would just say, like, if you walk in knowing that, it's a good way to, like, kind of learn about filmmaking and editing and, like, you know, Mm -hmm. shot composition. Because I think rather than being, like, an asshole and being like, well, that looks really obvious, Mm -hmm. it's kind of like, oh, like, let's see how they did this. How did they make this happen? Because, honestly, it's kind of a good thing that they did this. Because they didn't have to do that. They didn't have to say, we're going to, they could have just said, we're going to leave Delia in here. And they didn't, so... Yeah, absolutely. And it's the right decision because it would have been distracting. Like, there's a reason that we've digitally edited out people who have been accused. It's almost always sexual misconduct, but yeah. <laughs> there's a reason that it gets done because it's distracting to see people who we don't want to talk about or we're not ready to engage with. And I think Tig is a really inspired choice because she's unconventional. And there's a reason that she's become the kind of centerpiece when people talk about how cool and awesome this film is. Like the still image that went viral of her filling up the gas tank with the cigarette in her yeah. mouth. It's iconic. Mm-hmm. It's great. But yeah, if you do want to talk about how she got the role and what the process was like, there is a great Vulture article that you can just Google and they actually walk through how arduous this process was. So I I think we should applaud Snyder for 
sinking a lot of extra time and money into making sure that it isn't a distraction to have Delia in there. Well, I was going to say, yeah, the reported budget of this, you know, normally there's, there's a firm number, but for this one, it's 70 to $90 million. And so, mm-hmm. well, I don't think $20 million of it was for Tignataro, but I, I would bet a good chunk of $20 million was spent getting Tignataro in this movie. Yeah, the joke is that it cost a lot of money, but not as much money as it cost to make the tiger. Oh, well, there you go. Um, that tiger looks pretty. I mean, I have no problem with the tiger looking cartoonish. It just, it does look cartoonish. It does, yeah. But but Nataro's, like, her first scene, that delivery of, I hate my life so deeply. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so good. Her deadpan it's... comedic delivery is amazing. <laughs> it's really good. 